rockzone.com. I love living the whole life, along with my kids and my lovely wife. Taking in the land that the good Lord made and doing the things that make this country great. Doing my part to keep the things in line, respecting the land that's yours and mine. No doubt about it, this right here's a good life. Welcome to the on-air home for the Brotherhood of Hunters. Welcome to the Hunt Life Outdoor Show. Brought to you by Hunt Life. Take aim. And now, here are your hosts, Jeff Lagerman, Kevin Favor, and Kirk Waltz. Well... You got one of three. How about that? I'm Kevin Favor and uh, kind of sitting in by myself this morning, but uh, called my, my good friend Brian LeSage. Good morning, Brian. Morning, Kevin. And Jeff is uh, Jeff's on online, and, and uh, we'll find out what he's doing. Captain Kirk Waltz, uh, you know, just to let folks know, is a, is a full-time charter captain during the week. And, and there's a, a big inshore tournament here um, in northeast Florida this week, and uh, it's the Spots tournament. It's a, it's a redfish tournament that they they actually count spots, not how big the fish is. So Kirk's gone. Jeff's on the road. Good morning, Jeff. Morning, boys. How are you, buddy? Man, I'm doing good. I'm actually uh, in route to uh, to take my hunter safety course at age 43 years old. Isn't that something? <laughs> we were just talking about that. Yeah, that's you know that's that's good stuff. But but Jeff, you know, interesting. You're going to Missouri, correct? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go to Missouri turkey hunt. I'm also going to Nebraska. Okay. And a lot of the, but you know, kind of, kind of the, the pickle, I guess you could say, that some hunters are in. I can I remember when I was, boy, I guess uh, seven years old in 1973, and my uncle gave me the, the hunter safety booklet. Right. And said, here, you know, I'm going to ask you a lot of questions. Make sure you know what you're doing before I'm going to take you hunting. Because my dad didn't hunt. My uncle did. And so I, I took that course from a family member because back then, as far as I know, in Virginia, you didn't have anything formal, as far as I knew. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so I and, I and I've always been exempt since then, just because of my age. Right. I've always been old enough exactly. to where I didn't re- require. Well, what's happening now is a lot of these states, when they have non-residents come to to their state, they're saying you need to have a hunter safety certificate, even. Maybe if you're 60, 65 years old and have been hunting your whole life. Right, right. Well, it doesn't matter. I remember my, my hunter safety education was dad telling me, don't fall out of the back of that pickup truck with that gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, my, my training was a little bit more formal than that with my uncle yeah. because, you know, my uncle felt the responsibility of his brother's son. And, uh, so I, I got pretty much the third degree quiz when it came to hunter safety, how I operated and, and he spent a lot of time with me. And then, of course, my dad, uh, I think while I was taking a break from reading the hunter safety thing, I think he actually picked it up and would read it. And every now and again, he would offer tips or suggestions, you know, when he saw me handling a gun or for whatever. But, but you know, I, I will say this, you know, I took the, uh, the online, uh, written portion, portion of the test. And I learned something. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I'm going to ask you, you two guys, Brian and Kevin. A little trivia question. How did they come up with the name 12 gauge, 20 gauge, and, uh, obviously 16 gauge? I, I, I don't know that. Uh, yeah. Neither do I. I didn't know that either. Yeah. Right? Because, I mean, well, what does gauge mean? Okay. Yeah. 
We know what 410 means. The 410 shotgun barrel, that's the, you know, that's the diameter of the, the bullet that would come out of the barrel. Right. With a 12-gauge shotgun, it would take 12 lead balls of equal size that fit the diameter of that barrel to come out to equal one pound of weight. I had to, I would have never have known that. You know, I mean, no. yeah, I mean, but, I, but I'll tell you this, Jeff, you know, I, I, I sent Colt, my 14-year-old son, 13 at the time, to the class that uh, FWC puts on for a wildlife commission. And, mm-hmm. and, and you know, he, he was gone for a week and passed his hunter safety course. And, you know, the first thing he showed me was his hunter safety card. And, 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 and I had to go a long way to pick him up a couple hours. So you know what I got for two hours coming all the way back? You got the test. I got the test, yeah. Oh, yeah, you were giving the test. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and, and he's going, come on, Dad, you know, do you know this? Do you know this? Do you know this? And Which was really cool, you know I mean? And, and uh, so that that's, you know, a great thing if, if people, especially in the state of Florida, that class that FWC does for, for kids is, is fantastic. Well, I mean, all, all, all states do a great job. And, and yes. they're pretty standard now. And yeah. there's a, the one class that I took. DSafeHunter.org is pretty much uh, for all the different states. When you go in there, you actually select the state that you're from, and then the questions are pertinent to that state. So, in other words, there's a lot of game identification, and so what you know we may see here, obviously, with the Osceola turkey is different than a state you know like Iowa, right? You know, or Nebraska, you know, because they don't have the Osceola turkey. You know, they've got, uh, whether it be Merriam's or Rio's or, uh, or Eastern's, you know, so it, it's always a little different to test based upon which state you select. But I, I did, I learned, I learned a lot. I mean, I didn't learn a whole lot about gun safety because, I mean, gun safety has always been a priority of priority. mine. Yeah, that's right. And, and, you know, I've taken other weapons training classes, so, uh, but I did learn a lot about some things, the uh, game identification, the, the, the number of lead balls it takes to equal a pound for a 12 gauge, a 16 gauge, and, and a 20 and 28. That was pretty cool stuff. I didn't know all that. Right. So it's funny, Jeff, you were talking had, about that. And I had to, I was telling Kef, I had to take it for, uh, Georgia to get my Georgia license. And, you know, I'd right. always done, you know, gone through Walmart or Kmart or whatever. And, and I was running behind. I was like, well, I'll just go online and do it. And then they asked for my hunter education number. I was like, I don't need it. And they're like, yes, you do. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, some of the stuff that you were talking about is it's, it's clicking in my head from when I took it, you know, two years ago. Right. And, you know, I, I'm looking forward to it. Today, today I have the field day portion of that. And uh, it's a class that's actually taught by a friend of mine that I've met a few years ago while hanging out at the gun store. I mean, figure that. Yeah, gee, what a shot. That. You know, uh, which seems to be a popular hangout. You know, so Mr. Ricky's going to uh, teach me today the, some of the field stuff, and and so when I go to these other states from now on, that especially when they require uh, you know hunter safety cards and they're out of state, and you know, because that was the problem, I probably could have went to Missouri and got my turkey tag, and wouldn't even have been an issue. Right. You know, over the counter. Uh, but I want to follow the rules, you know, that I, I don't want to break any laws and, and I'm a big believer in doing what's right. And so, you know, I'm going to set the example for my son, I hope, you that, know. That's right. All right. So this is, this is what I'll be curious to you because you, you, you've been hunting the Southeast, Florida and Georgia, mm-hmm. turkey mm-hmm. hunting. 
And all up and down Florida and Georgia, everyone's talking about what a tough season it is. There's guys that have killed birds. There's no doubt about it. But, sure. but, but it has been a very, very strange year. I mean, I, I have hunted several times in Florida in the last couple of weeks and, and heard nothing. I mean, it's almost like they're done, which I think mm-hmm. they are. Um, you yeah, know, they're not. They're not done. Well, but, but, but uh, yeah, you're, you're still going to find some birds, you know, a lone bird here and there. But, you know, we had a really, really warm winter here. It, it, where you're going now, you're going to Missouri, Nebraska, and, and obviously they didn't have a warm winter. I'll be curious to see what what the birds' reaction is in, in those states, Jeff, whenever you get there. Well, I, I actually had a conversation this week with Dave Edwards, and Dave Edwards had had some conversations with Toxie Hayes and some others across the right. obviously Toxie Hayes is the founder of Mossy Oak, but he's had some conversation with others across the southeast and and they're saying the same thing. Right. And they haven't done anything formal, but uh two years ago the southeast had a very, very wet time of year. Right. During during nesting season. And so some of the people think According to Dave, that because there were a lot of nests possibly lost, that you're 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 lacking that two-year-old population, which makes turkey hunting, you know, sure, it makes it what it is. I mean, it makes people go, "Wow, this turkey came in and he gobbled his brains out." That's what two-year-olds do. Well, three and four-year-old turkeys don't do that as much. I mean, they will do that, but for the most part, they stick to the plan that nature wrote, and that's. They gobble, hens come to them, and they live like kings. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I agree. So, so a lot of their you know, belief is is that it's the lack of the two-year-old birth. Now, the thing that I brought up, Kevin, when you were actually uh, turkey hunting in Georgia with Dave Edwards, I, I strongly believe that turkeys are becoming less and less vocal because of the presence of coyotes. Right. And I really believe that. Because, I mean, think about it. We hunt turkeys, and we hear a gobbler. We get close to the gobbler. We set up. We hunt them. And with uh, coyotes, they're hunting. They're hunters, too. I mean, but, but they do. they got to hunt for their for their livelihood, for their life. Yeah. And so if they hear turkeys talking, I mean, common sense would tell you they've learned that that sound means, boy, those turkeys taste good. Let me find them. Right. And I, I just think the turkeys have become less vocal somewhat with, uh, with, with, you know, especially the, the growth of coyotes in the east and in the Midwest. Because, you know, for a long time, we didn't have them in the Midwest and the east. And now we've got lots of them. Yep. You know, so I just think that that has had an impact uh, on turkeys. And anybody that would say that, that coyotes have not had an impact on turkeys, I think, I think they're crazy. Well, you know, like I said, it, it's it's been really strange at our property, you know, simply for the fact that the birds gobble on the roost, and, buddy, when they hit the ground, it's been, I mean. Well, you, that, you, that's a sign of having hens. Well, and, and yeah, I, I, and I understand that. But but the other thing that I understand is that at 9 o'clock, I can usually get one to shot gobble, even if he's got hens with him. Right. You know, right. even I, I mean, I've killed plenty of birds and, that, that and had. And see, for that. For that, for that, 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 that's what I think the impact of coyotes, I agree. coyotes have had. I agree. Now, I, I, you know, some I got, of that stuff. I got, you know, 
Freddie the Basset Hound, you know, on the property, but you know, I don't think that he's chasing my turkeys around. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Jeff, we've got a um, a very special guest coming up um, a- after after the break, Matt Stutzman, and man, this guy is is uh, is inspirational. He's born with with no arms, uh-huh. and he's going to talk about to us about shooting a bow. I, I actually have read a little bit up on him, and if anybody doesn't gain inspiration from listening to him, there, I mean, there's something wrong with him. We need to check him for a pulse. Yeah, I mean, he's uh, he's 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 actually um, on his way to a ten thousand dollar archery shootout in South Dakota. Can you imagine? I mean, it, wow. you know, just just, and I've watched his videos and stuff, and 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 this mm-hmm. guy's this guy's, you know, I can't wait to talk to him. It should be pretty cool. Man, I'm looking forward to hearing. I'll be able to hear a little bit of it before I got to go to the uh, to the you know, field training portion of the class. So I look, I'm looking forward to hearing from him. That, that's going to be outstanding. Yep, yep, it will. And um, you know, next week you will be back in studio, and, and absolutely, and, and we're gonna we're gonna talk turkeys and talk about some of your hunts. You've had some fantastic hunts. Well, I have, and I know we're getting close to break here. But the other thing to remember for for hunters. You know, and I was talking everywhere because I, I didn't think there were snakes in Nebraska, but there are. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just be careful where you step, you know, when you're traipsing through the turkey woods. Uh, this week had uh, uh, two encounters with snakes. Uh, the first one was a uh, about a four-and-a-half-foot cane break rattlesnake. And the second one was uh, about a three-and-a-half, four-foot king snake, <laughs> which is, you know, non-venomous, so right. that was okay. Still scared you. Oh, uh, yeah, that still yep. scares you. And then, and then I've got a couple good stories about. I, I had a miss this week, and it's been a long time since I had a miss. But it it was a great miss because uh, I had a lot of patience to get to that point. And I was pretty proud of myself. Good for you. All right, Lance. Yeah. Okay, all right, boys. I'll uh, talk to y'all later on. I'm looking forward to listening to your guys. All right, buddy. See you. All right, see you. Jeff Logerman. He will be back in studio next week for the Hunt Life Outdoor Show. And folks, don't go anywhere. When we come back, Matt Stutzman. Uh, this guy is, I, I can't wait to talk to him because, like I said, uh, you know, we think about shooting a bow and he has no arms. Well, we're going to talk to him when we come right back with the Hunt Life Outdoor Show. As a turkey hunter, we've all been there. You're on your eighth day of hunting the same gobbler and every morning he's made you look silly. Your kids think you've lost your mind. Your wife's beginning to wonder if you're really turkey hunting. You keep telling yourself this morning will be different. Conditions are perfect. 45 degrees, very little wind, and there is no moon. As you sit in the dark, your eyes get heavy. With your eyes closed, the whippoorwills keep you awake. And just before the sun rises, the familiar song of the cardinal catches your attention because you know it won't be long until the game begins. You've decided this morning to be quiet. Just let him gobble on a roost. Just after daybreak, he does just that. You know it's him because his gobble is way too familiar. It's all you can do not to call back. You hear him fly down, and then you hear the hen start to call. You make one soft call and get the gun ready. First you see a hen, then all you see is a swinging beard. He comes into view, and you fold him up. This morning, you guessed right. What a cool feeling. The folks at Hunt Life, they know how you feel. Because at Hunt Life, they know it's all about the outdoors experience. Visit them at HuntLife.com. America's number one camo pattern just got better. All new breakup infinity from Mossy Oak. Six layers of detail give it great depth of field. 
12 years of research give it unequal, effective design. Together, they break up Hunter's outline like never before. Check it out in stores or online at mossyoak.com. Break up infinity for mossy oak. It's not a passion, it's an obsession. There was the explosion, and I remember just opening my eyes, and it got both of my legs. I had surgery after surgery, and what's going to happen next? The Wounded Warrior Project said, look, brother, everything's going to be okay. Three months from now, four months from now, a year from now, you'll be fine. I don't know if I would be as well adjusted as I am now if it wasn't for them. To learn more, call 1-877-832-6997 or visit woundedwarriorproject.org. And now, back to the Hunt Life Outdoors Show. Hey, folks, Hunt Life is giving away more stuff on Facebook. Again, here's how to win. Send your friends to the Hunt Life page if they like us and post that you sent them there. You're automatically registered for $100 in Hunt Life cash, 50 for them and 50 for you. Pretty good deal. Let them know about Hunt Life on Facebook, and you can be sporting all kinds of cool Hunt Life gear. Just tell them to search for Hunt Life on Facebook. Make sure they like us and get ready to win with Hunt Life on Facebook.com. Right now we have a very special guest. We Kind of introduced him in the last break, Matt Stutzman. And Matt was born with no arms. And when you start thinking about bow hunting, which we all do sitting in here, we, I mean, first off, it's tough to shoot a bow anyway. Anyways. Um, and, and, and to do it with your feet has got to be, uh, pretty tough. But Matt, good morning. How are you? Good morning. I, uh, I'm sitting in my, my truck, and it's cold, and I can't feel my arms. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, that's that's fantastic. Is it is it really cold where you're at? Is it? Are you in South Dakota right now? Oh, I'm, I'm about three hours away. I just found out there's uh, probably about an inch of snow where I'm going to be shooting them today, so <laughs> it'll be a good time. No kidding. Wow, I mean, you know, us... Being from the South, you know, we, uh, we <laughs> originate in, in, in Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, and, and, and man, we, we, we have had no winter here this year. I mean, it is, it has been, it has been just absolutely warm, which is great for us, you know, I mean, but, uh, uh you know, it's, it's, it's hard for us to imagine that it's still snowing somewhere. And, and I guess in South Dakota, it's still snowing. Yes, it is. I, I think they, they knew I was coming, so like, well, let's just make it fun and snow. <laughs> that's that's awesome, Matt. Let's let's talk a little bit about what you do, and and you know what an inspiration you are to to a lot of folks. Um, I mean, how long have you been shooting a bow? Well, um, kind of a, I guess a, a trick answer to that. Um, I guess we'll start off at the beginning. Uh, I got my first bow when I was sixteen years old. Um, I had it for roughly about a year, and then it got stolen. Um, at that point in my life, there was some stuff going on, and, and so I actually didn't pick up a bow until probably about a year and six months ago. Oh, really? Yeah. So um, I've been, sh- I, you know, I, I know I known about the boat since I was sixteen, but I didn't take it seriously uh, since well, basically in the last year and a half. So now, have you have you done much hunting with it? Um, this year I did a lot of hunting with it. Did you uh, really? Yes, actually. Um, I was very fortunate, uh, to know the DNR office and they knew about my situation. So anytime they had a problem with, uh, like for deprivation tags or they need somebody to come in and shoot some deer or whatever, um, they called me. So I actually got to shoot 18 in about a couple weeks. 
No kid, you, you, you shot 18 deer with your bow? Yes. <laughs> that, that's unbelievable. Thank you. Um, that's We're talking out of a tree stand or on the ground. I didn't uh, use a blind at all. Um, those things just jinx me for some reason. Right. So um, I I get out there and I climb up in a tree stand and I'll, I'll sit. And in fact, one morning I, I shot two and within probably, I don't know, five minutes of each other from a tree stand. So... It's, you know, and, and, and the, the whole thing is, is that, you know, bow hunting brings in a totally different aspect of hunting, right. you know, and, and, and having to get close and, 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 you know, trying to, you know, disguise your, your draw and everything else. And, and you just haven't had a problem with that? No, um, the secret of archery with your feet, I guess, when you're, when you're hunting is that the animals see you and they're like, what is a guy with that arm going to do? <laughs> and then they just come right in and right. <laughs> like 10, 12 yards, actually. So, uh, no, on, on a serious note, I guess, uh, I practice pretty hard on that. And as far as, uh, as far as when I learned how to, how to shoot a bow and, and that type of thing, um, to me, drawing a bow is part of my everyday life, I guess. I guess what I try to say is that it's just as easy. It's actually easier for me to shoot a bow than I guess it would be someone with with arms, right? Be- because I don't have. In fact, I have a lot less motion going on. Once my bow is up to my release, all they have to do is push my leg straight forward, right? Whereas you know most people got to stand up, and then they got to they have the pushing forward and pulling backwards, you know, with their back arm and and all that sort of stuff. Um, but it, I mean. I don't know if that answered your question or not, but it, it's really simple, I guess. Um, when it, I guess for me, yeah, for people exactly. to watch it. Now, <laughs> explain to explain to folks because again, I've, I've seen the videos. But when do you actually have the release? Is it sewed on onto your right shoulder? No, um, actually, what it, that actually evolved into what it was when I first started shooting. I had this, um, I guess, real quick. One of the things I pride myself in is that I don't like to have a lot of uh, adaptations, I guess. Right. Uh, for example, my car, just a normal car. There's no modifications in it whatsoever. Um, <laughs> it, it, yeah. It's okay. Kind of, it's, <laughs> anyway, so um, back to the release thing. So when I first started shooting, I bought a, a regular quick release or release aid. And yep. I would just stick it on my on my shoulder. I probably have, oh, maybe six to eight inches of, like, worm, like of my arm or right. shoulder. And so I actually stick it on there. Um, I call it a sub or something like that. But anyway, you stick a stick release on there, and and then I would just have to keep my shoulder straight out. Um, and then I would pull back, and then once I got anchored, I would it would be right in line with my jaw, and I'd just move my jaw a little bit, and it would shoot. Well, now um, that I'm a little bit bigger, I guess, or older, or whatever you want to call it, the releases don't fit around my shoulder no more. Okay. So... I came up with that little idea. I actually have a belt from a, uh, a safety harness for a tree stand, and it goes underneath. Uh, it's just a regular belt that I slip over my head. Yep. And then it, it goes underneath my arms or my armpits, I guess, and then the release will come over my right shoulder, and that just holds it in place and keeps it anchored the entire time. And, and how do so, you hit the release? Still with your jaw? Yeah, once I get anchored, it's just right underneath the right side of my jaw, and I just I barely have to I barely move. I, I guess I just kind of swallow sort of type deal and it just shoots it. Wow. Now, how, how much how much are you practicing a day right now? Um, well, right now we're 
I I practice from uh, three to four hours a day. Wow. Uh, I can I can I can usually get in around three hundred uh, three hundred and twelve r- roughly arrows um, a day. Eight. Yeah. Oh, God. Dude, that's sick. I mean, because, well, you know, for, 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 you know, like, like my son and I, we, we practice three, four days a week. And, uh-huh. and, and generally speaking, you know, it's, it's 15, 20 shots. Yep. You know, uh-huh. and, you know, I mean, you know, I'm pulling 65 pounds and, and, you know, after, after the 20th shot, you know, you start, your form gets messed up and everything else. You're shooting over 300 shots a day. Yeah, that is correct. How, how many pounds are you pulling? Uh, my target bow I have at 60 pounds because I'm uh, on the Paralympic team and the, and the max they allow you to shoot at 60 pounds. But my hunting bow, um, I got a monster, uh, MR6, that is what I think around 74 pounds. Holy cow. <laughs> well, now I do use my leg, so that yeah. is, that is it's a lot stronger than, than um, most people's arms. So I can pull a pretty good amount. In fact, um, 70 pounds is actually easy for me. Really, um, this year I actually held um, on camera. I held on a deer uh, with my Z7 at 70 pounds for roughly about five and a half minutes. Yeah, that's that's impossible with your arms. <laughs> it, it, I right. mean, you know, and, and not only that, but then you get the shakes, and you know, um, and then all it just goes to heck in the handbasket after that. You know, I mean, <laughs> you, 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 you know, you're you're you may, may, maybe a minute. You know, and and, and I've right. tried it. I've sat out in the yard, you know, and held on the target, and then, you know, I, I start hearing my my arrow knocking in the in, in the rest <laughs> and everything. You know, I'm like, no, and, and you held it. For, wow, that's that's, that's pretty wild. Five, yeah, I got shaky at five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's 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 awesome. Well, I know there's a, a lot of things that that we want to talk about. I, I want to talk about um, your project with your DVD right now, and okay. also, you know, I want to talk about your inspirational speeches that you're doing. Um, sure. So you know, because all that's that's really good stuff. Sure. Yeah, I have a lot of. I mean, I could talk for a while about what I, I guess that. But uh, basically, as far as we'll go with the, the inspirational speaking side, I guess first, um, I have a lot of stuff that I want people to hear uh, from me as far as getting through life, um, not being. And you know, there's a lot of people out there that are kind of like down on themselves, or um, I know a guy who hurt his is is some. At work somehow, and he wants to collect disability because it affects how he works. Well, you know, seriously. Um, I mean, I, there's right. a, I mean, in, in reality, there's a lot of people like that because they, it's just an easy way out where they can collect disability. They don't have to work, you know, that type of thing. And I believe I can help them at least see that hey, you know, life is way, way better if if you have a good attitude, you work hard at it, and you know, so. Yeah, you know the kids, especially is is what I like is who I like to kind of go after the most. Um, if I can say go after, but um, there's a lot of kids out there that are doing stuff that they probably shouldn't, and and maybe one time they had dreams or something like that, and that kind of fell away by the wayside. I'm in a sport that um, you don't really generally see as. Uh, a guy without arms shooting. In fact, as far as I yeah. know, the only I would, I would say I, I've never seen that before, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I went to I went to Vegas for the indoor national championships this year. Yeah. And uh, it's funny because there's a guy there with one arm that shoots, and, he, and he's really good, you know. But I show up and I have no arms, and uh, so we have a guy with one arm and a guy with no arms, and uh, we definitely got the look, and people were looking and like, you know, how's this going to happen? And um, 
but that's just an opportunity then for me to, to right. show people what I can do, and and hopefully it inspires them and it makes them make a change in their life, and, and that's kind of what it's all about. All right. Well, Matt, hold hold that thought. We got to take a quick break, and and, and we'll, we'll talk more about that when we come back on the other side. Sounds good. Thank uh, you. All right, buddy. You listen to the Hunt Life Outdoor Show with Matt Stutzman, and Matt is is he's literally practicing for the Olympic team. And he has no arms. Olympic bow shooting. It's incredible. But yeah, it's, it's, it's incredible. We'll be right back with the Hunt Life Outdoor Show. Connections. That's what life is really all about. I'm Major Harding, president of Hunt Life. At HuntLife.com, we've created a place for you to connect with those who share your passion for the hunting experience. With a free HuntLife.com membership, you'll be able to swap stories, information, and insight with hunters from all over the world. You'll find useful information on equipment, outfitters, and all the regs and red tape for your neck of the woods. At HuntLife.com, you can even keep a journal of your hunt straight from your mobile device and upload pictures of your latest and greatest hunting experiences. You can even flip on the radio and hear the latest episode of the Hunt Life Outdoor Show while you browse through all the great stuff we've got in the Hunt Life shop. Hats, shirts, decals, and more become a member it's fast easy and absolutely free and join the online fraternity of hunters connect with us at huntlife.com since the first days at mossy oak we've been about getting close to critters that's what drove us to create original breakup more than 12 years ago today we're doing it again with all new breakup infinity six layers of detail give it great depth of feel 12 years of research give it unequaled, effective design. Hey, check it out in stores or online at mossyoak.com. Breakup Infinity from Mossy Oak, America's number one camel pattern, just got better. The first time that we saw combat as a unit, it was more surreal than anything. You're under fire, you're getting blown up. There's definitely adrenaline. There was the explosion, and I remember just opening my eyes, and it got both of my legs had surgery after surgery and I was on a lot of pain medicine. What's going to happen next and how long am I going to be here? The Wounded Warrior Project dropped off a backpack for me and it had everything in there that I could possibly have needed at that time. Peer visitors, people who have been where I had been before said, look brother, everything's going to be okay. Three months from now, four months from now, a year from now, you'll be fine. That type of thing is an invaluable service. To be honest, I don't know if I would be as well adjusted as I am now if it wasn't for them. To learn more, call 1-877-832-6997 or visit WoundedWarriorProject.org. I've been a member of the Federation for 18 years. The Federation stands for good stewardship of the resources and preserving our hunting heritage. Through those efforts, I want my kids to be able to enjoy the same privilege that I have. My father joined the Federation for me, and I've done the same for my children. Jakes, women in the outdoors, and wheeling sportsmen, they want to be the best conservation organization in the world. Hey, we want to send a special congratulations out to our friends listening in on KRGI in Grand Island, Nebraska. They're celebrating their 58th year of broadcasting. And, uh, folks, we're really, really happy to be a part of that. Yeah, congratulations. That's yeah, awesome. 58 years. Wow. 
Good job. And uh, thanks for listening to the Hunt Life Outdoor Show out there. Let's go back and talk to Matt Stutzman. And, and, and Matt, we were talking about your, your inspirational speeches. And, and also, right now, um, you are in the middle of putting a DVD together. What, what is that about? Um, basically, I have a lot of questions, and I get a lot of emails like, how do you do this, how do you do that, you know, how do you shave or brush your teeth? So I came up with an idea, um, put a DVD together called uh, Living the Dream uh, with Matt Sutton, and it will be a hunting-related re- hunting DVD, um, but let's say... One, in one episode, you know, I get up, I brush my teeth, I shave my face, and off to the woods I go. And, you know, it might be turkey or whatever. And right. then the next episode will be, you know, something totally off the wall, like how do I pump gas? So I'll show, you know, during this, during the little story, you know, of that hunt, you know, I'll pump gas and, and you know, show people how I drive, you know, a car and, uh, you know, things like that. Um, and it will be... You know, like me at tournaments or, or, you know, me, me, uh, anything archery related at like inspirational speaking engagement or, you know, anything that people want to see me do, you know, right. um, in life, I guess is what we're going to show. All right. Well, well, here's our question. Okay. And, right. and, and we were talking about this off the air, talk about driving and everything. When you showed up to get your driver's license with no arms, what exactly was the reaction? <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, I come on. Re- <laughs> well, you got a parallel park here. I mean, something, right? <laughs> well, the reaction to that was um, go get a modified car and come back and see me. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so I said, uh, I don't want to get a modified car because then it's money I don't have, and then only I could drive that car. and. So I, I actually fought the DOT for about two years, and I uh, finally got my license after I could prove to the, DO, the DOT of Iowa that I could drive without any modifications. So, so it, it, it took it took you two years to get your license. Yes, um, I'm actually <laughs> I actually been driving since I was uh, 14, like in my parents' farm and that type of thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so I, by by the time I was 17, I, I went in to go get it at 16, and they wouldn't let me have it. And uh, we had to get lawyers and all that stuff involved, and then by the time I got, I actually got it when I was 18 years old. That, that, so. that, that's awesome. All right, now listen, you, you you keep talking about Iowa, and the first thing that comes to our mind are big bucks. Yeah. Uh, seriously, I mean that's you know when when you know I I, I hunt Indiana, um, Kansas. I'm going to Nebraska this year. Hopefully, going uh-huh. back to Kansas. I put in for my tag, um, sure. and and. Tell me, tell me about Iowa Bucks and and because uh, that's that's our dream hunt. <laughs> well, the Iowa Bucks um, are very well. They can be big. Yeah. Um, uh, I guess what I never shot a huge buck. Um, I have shot a nine point buck. I it was during one of uh, the deprivation seasons, and we were weeding out some of the bad. Uh, well, they don't have a deprivation season, but it, they wanted it was. I had a disability tag. And it was, it was the last day of disability season, and they wanted me to take out this year that was it was injured um, like a couple years ago, so it was growing a really weird rack on one side. Um, so I shot a disabled deer during disabled season, and I'm disabled, so right. Uh, I think that's kind of funny, but um, <laughs> other than that, I, I see a lot of bucks and that type of thing. Yeah. In fact, this year um, I had a chance that probably I was guessing he was probably 170, low 180. Oh. And what happened? I, well, actually, that that's the one I was on. You got the shakes? For. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, I got the shake, but it was, um, I was in a blind. We were trying to film, and the problem was in a blind, it gets so dark so fast. Yeah. And so by the time the, the deer was 20 yards and perfectly broadside, it was, I went to go, I was trying to sight in. I couldn't see my piece. You can't, you I can't, could, yeah. I can't see my pins. Like, and so I just, I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't going to take the chance of, of wounded them or anything like that. So, um, I just kind of hope for another day and, well, that another, uh, another day never came because then shotgun season started and somebody poached him, I guess. Oh. And him with his head cut off. <laughs> so, uh, but the bucks are, they, they're definitely fun to shoot, I guess. Since I live in Iowa, I have opportunities to shoot big bucks on Iowa. I'm always like, I want to go to Kansas. <laughs> yeah, isn't isn't that funny? Grass is always greener, and and, and um, I'll email you um, a buck that I shot last year. Okay. Because I've been trying for a long time to 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 shoot, you know, a, a really good buck with my bow. And and honestly, I and I've talked about this several times. I didn't know if I could do it because you know, out there, you you can see for so far, and 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 dude, uh-huh. usually by the time they got to me, I was just completely jello, you know, and and. <laughs> I'm serious, you know. I was just like, oh my gosh. And but anyway, it, it was, uh, it was. It, I I got him back this week from the taxidermist, and and I slept with him the, the first night. It was, <laughs> <laughs> you know. So, um, but but yeah, I would 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 love to stay in touch with you and and, and uh, see some of your emails and stuff because, dude, sure. I mean, what what you do is 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 inspirational to everybody. Well, thank you. So have you been on the website and saw my videos of me changing my brakes in my car? I'm watching that right now. I just finished it. Incredible. (laughs) Yeah. Can you come do mine, Matt? (laughs) You know what? I've had more people say that. I'll bet. (laughs) Yeah, and I was like, well, because see, before this archery thing, uh, I was a mechanic, so... uh, That, I mean, I made that kind of... Wait, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. You were, before archery, you were a mechanic? Yeah, but... Oh, I sold cars and fixed cars. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I, uh, but hey, because because we only have a couple more minutes, um, I, I, I see some of your sponsors, and there's one that sticks out to me that I have never heard before. It says, Pimp My Bow. What is that? <laughs> huh? I ran into a, a gentleman up at a tournament. He lives in Minnesota. And uh, basically what he does is he takes your bow and set it up to him, and if you want it all, like, fancied up, you know, like like uh, like paint jobs or anodizing jobs, you know, you can go crazy on your bow. So, for example, I sent him a bow, and, and the, the cams come back, and they're two-toned, and they got the spiral color, black and red going on, and, and the idler pulley, and the even does the rest, and the sights, and so it's all like, you know, crazy colors. So, you know, he called it Pimp My Bow, kind of like you know, you're pimping your car. Right. Um, he does a really good job, too, and, and <laughs> it uh he actually the bow that I got back from Pimp My Bow I took out to Vegas and took thirty third overall and then I went to Indoor Nationals and shot uh eighth place with that bow. Fantastic. And so Fantastic. Well listen, thank you so much for joining us this morning. I mean it, it was it was good and, and we're gonna have you back on and uh, I'll be I'll you know definitely keep up with you this weekend um and okay. see see how sure. good you did in South Carolina I mean South Dakota. All right, sounds good. I appreciate you guys inviting me on and letting me talk about my story. That's that's awesome. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thanks, man. That, you Matt Stussman. Yep. Good luck, man. Good luck, brother. Thank you. You bet. We'll talk to you guys later. See you. Have a good See one. You. You're listening to the Hut Life Outdoors Show.
And uh, it's myself, Kevin Favor, Brian Lesage, Big Bill's in. Jeff, he's taking his hunter safety course this morning, and, and uh, Kirk is fishing in a tournament. So it's uh, the three of us this morning right here with the Hunt Life Outdoor Show. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. You can tell a lot about a person just by looking at them. What they wear speaks volumes as to who they are and where they stand on a number of things, from their favorite team or the place they like to eat to what they really believe in. I'm Major Harding, president of Hunt Life. When you see someone wearing a Hunt Life shirt or hat, you'll know some things about them right away. You'll know they're passionate about the outdoors. You'll know they invest time and energy and funds into preserving and protecting wildlife because they care about it. You'll know that they enjoy sharing the hunting experience with everyone they can. And you'll know that, for them, hunting isn't a hobby, it's a way of life. If you're a hunter, it's time you told the world what kind of person you are. Visit HuntLife.com and browse the hunt shop for hats and shirts and decals and more. And while you're there, become a member. It's fast, easy, and absolutely free. And you'll connect with a world of people who share your feelings about hunting. Take aim with Hunt Life. You want to get really close to critters this fall? Then you'll have to try all-new Breakup Infinity from Mossy Oak. Six layers of detail give it great depth of feel. Twelve years of research give it unequaled effective design. Together, they represent the most dramatic, high-tech leap in the history of camo. Check it out in stores or online at mossyoak.com. Breakup Infinity from Mossy Oak, America's number one camo pattern, just got better. We know the future of hunting depends on our nation's youth. But did you know that in many states, it's illegal for you to take your son or daughter hunting until the age of 12 or even older? As a result, we have fewer young hunters, and the Families of Field program is designed to eliminate those barriers. Hunting is safe, and the safest hunters of field are young people with adult mentors. Visit our website at familiesoffield.org to find out how you can bring more families afield. And now, back to the Hunt Life Outdoor Show. Hey, make sure you uh, you visit HuntLifeOutdoorShow.com, find out about who's coming up on the show and what we'll be talking about. And I can tell you we're going to be talking about hunting. <laughs> Listen to previous shows uh, via Hunt Life Podcast. Get a little background on us and see our beautiful faces. It's radio faces, um, just to fair warn you. Uh, join Hunt Life online community to share with us. Uh, everything that's really going on with, with Hunt Life, it's our website, huntlifeoutdoorshow.com. Um, and, and, you know, it's, it's, we get this question all the time about Hunt Life and, and huntlife.com and, and why we started this. And, you know, this, this, this particular radio show, we're, we're in our 14th year. The reason for, for Hunt Life and huntlife.com and the Hunt Life Outdoor Show, honestly, is for people like Matt Stutzman. Absolutely. I mean, because in the hunting industry, the people that you meet, um, it, it's 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 amazing, and, and and I've 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 been very lucky because I, I am on the Mossy Oak Pro Staff, and and I get to spend a week uh, each year um, with with Cuz Strickland and Toxie Hayes and Bill Suggs, all those guys right. with Mossy Oak, and 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 the, the the people that you meet in the hunting industry is they're real, you know. Is does that make sense? Oh yeah, absolutely. The personalities are so much different than what you run into every day. Yeah. Yeah, you know, we've, we've, uh, we, we've, you know, sat down and, and talked with, uh, with Lee and Tiffany. Uh, we sat down and, and talked with Michael Waddell, you know, all these guys and, and they're just, 
they're just hunters, dude. I mean, that's that's what we all are. When 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 we sit down and talk about you know so many things, we really don't talk about the radio shows or TV shows. You know what we talk about? How about seen in the woods? Hunting, yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, we talk, you know, it's just like with with Matt. I mean, I, I I'm going to send him the picture of my buck, you know, Absolutely. and I want to see some of the pictures that he shot. Uh, you know, the the deer. I mean. That's crazy that he shot that 14 deer yeah, with his bow. That's more than I've shot already. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, he shot it in one year. Yeah, yeah. I I, I killed one deer last year. It was a good one, but I killed <laughs> one deer. You know, now I was winging arrows. I was slinging them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was I was scaring them to death out there. But, man, just, you know, in, in, in this industry, it, it's always amazing to me, the people that you meet. You know, it's just like my buddy, Kevin Tiabin, who who lives in Kansas, and, and you know, we, we live in Florida, and, you know, I never would have met him without hunting. Right. You know, and we have become great friends over the years. You know, and, and I just think that, again, that's what, that's the reason for Hunt Life and HuntLife.com. You know, it's good stuff. Absolutely. 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 I think there's, a, you know, one thing when, when you're looking at people in the hunting industry and stuff like that, it's real down to earth Americans. Yeah. You know, and it's, and it's, and it, and it, you could be any nationality. But it's it's what this country was founded on. Wow, man, that's heavy stuff that's right deep. there, Big Bill. That is deep, mm. folks. Uh, thank you so much for joining us for the Hut Life Outdoor Show. It has been fun. Uh, a huge thanks to Matt Stutzman for for joining us for a couple segments this morning. And uh, if you want to keep in touch with us, HuntLifeOutdoorShow.com. See you. Thank you for listening to the Hunt Life Outdoor Show. Be sure to check out the very latest in the Hunt Life by logging on to HuntLife.com. The Hunt Life Outdoor Show is a product of Hunt Life Productions. Copyright 2011.